0: Hi everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Wednesday, August the sixteenth, and welcome to our welcome to our commentary. Well, we're going to talk a little bit today about uh, these uh, indictments against President Trump, and uh, also Afghanistan two years two years later. But let me begin with this is a story that was in the news, I guess uh, today, and it has to do with the remake. You know, Disney is remaking Snow White. I'm sure all of you remember that movie, Snow White. Uh, I guess it was originally made in 1937. It's one of the great Disney classics. Honestly, I wasn't crazy about the movie because I think Snow White is uh, not the kind of movie that boys would watch. I know in our house, we have three sons, and Snow White was not you know the kind of movie that they were crazy about, but I've got five nieces and all of them. Uh, loved uh, Snow White, uh, and, I, and I think that's just the way it was. But overall, overall, Snow White was a classic for a reason. It was an endearing movie, it was endearing characters. It's a great story, has a happy ending. Uh, the whole You can watch the movie. You don't have to think about politics. Uh, they're not pushing anything on you. They're not talking about climate change. They're not talking about how terrible the country is. They're not talking about slavery. They're not talking about anything. They're just giving you a story that is fun and charming. And that is the charm of Snow White. That's the reason why it's been around for a hundred years. Now, Disney, I guess, has decided to remake Snow White. Now, look, I I'm not a big fan of remakes. I think that classics should be left alone. You know, I I've never really seen seen a remake. Uh, that is uh, better than the original. I remember a few years ago, there was a remake of that uh, movie. Maybe it was a Disney movie too, called Journey to the Center of the Earth. Remember the original uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth? Uh, I think it was in the late 50s, early 60s. It's a great movie. I loved it. I, I thought it was a wonderful movie. I've seen it how many times, I don't know. And then they gave us a remake of it. And honestly... I didn't care for the remake. The same thing happened with The Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger was a great television show. They decided to remake it into a movie. Uh, It didn't do anything uh, for me. So I'm a big believer that these things are classic for a reason. And just leave them alone. Make another movie. Make another movie. But anyway, they decided to remake Snow White. And they have a young woman playing Snow White. And the young woman has been out there making some... You know, pretty stupid remarks about how this is 2023, not 1937. So don't expect uh, Snow White to be saved by a man. No, on the contrary, Snow White is going to grow up to be a leader. I guess I didn't know that. I didn't even know that her father wanted her to be a leader. I don't remember that from the movie, the original movie. So anyway, they're trying to remake uh, Snow White in some some kind of a feminist uh, hero of the 21st century. And uh, this particular young woman who has been making all these remarks is turning off a lot of people. And if she keeps this up, I'm not sure anybody's going to watch this thing. Now, Disney has already lost a lot of money with some of their other movies because they've decided to go woke. And when you go woke, instead of speaking to a national audience, you reduce your audience uh, substantially. But, you know, again, back to my point. Excuse me. Snow White was a fantastic movie from what almost 100 years ago. Why anybody would want to remake it is beyond me. But if you're going to remake it, try to and, and you want to sell it to a new audience. Try to maybe respect the original script, because the script is not the problem. The original Snow White script is not the problem. I never remember anybody complaining about the movie Snow White. Nobody has ever complained about that movie. So I don't know why they want to remake the movie into some kind of a, a 20, 20 version of, uh, of Snow White. But you know, I guess Disney likes to lose money and that is what they're doing. They're losing, they're losing money because they're doing a lot of these stupid things. I have a post uh, coming out tomorrow about, uh, you know the the fact that there are now four indictments against president trump and there was a very fascinating article by byron york byron you probably have seen him on fox news i believe he is a an a washington editor for the washington times i believe and he writes a lot of great stuff and he wrote a, uh, he wrote an article about this uh, this indictment the one from georgia and the name of the article is is number four too much, meaning have we gone too far with this? And he cites in the article a, uh, I guess another article by a lady named Ruth Marcus, who's not a conservative, who's asking the same question, saying, are we are we doing too much? Are we piling on? And of course, the suggestion is that uh, maybe they're turning Trump into a victim. Well, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think that any fair-minded person can see that they are targeting President Trump. I mean, they're just targeting him. They're going after him uh, for crimes as ridiculous as tweeting and having conversations. Uh, I mean, they indicted 19 people in Georgia. I mean, it's a little bit crazy uh, what they're doing. But beyond the legal, the legal arguments, I think the message is being sent out there that the Democrats are out to get Trump. And I don't think that it's working because I think a lot of fair-minded people are saying, hey, if you don't like Trump, that's fine. Vote against him. But don't try to take him out this way by using the criminal justice system as a way of interfering with the election. And I, you know, I believe very strongly that this is all going to backfire on the Democrats. I really believe that because I think they're going too crazy with it. What they should have done, they should have selected one. Uh, They should have selected one. And of all these four cases, they should have selected Mm -hmm. one. I think the document case is probably the best one they have. They should have selected that and focused on that particular indictment. But as it turned out, you know, everybody seems to have an indictment. Every Democrat has an indictment. And the consequence of this, I think, that it's going to backfire and it's going to make a lot of people very confused as to which indictment are you talking about? Is it the one from Georgia? Is it the one from New York? Is it the one from January 6th? I mean, all, there's just too many out there. And it's all coming across as if they're picking on President Trump rather than they're actually trying to uh, go after him for any specific uh, violation. So I think it's all going to blow up in their faces. I really believe that. And, and that's because they're obsessed with Trump. That's what the problem is. These people are obsessed with Trump. They can't seem to get Trump out of their heads. And and, and I think it's all going to backfire on them uh, big time. You know, it was two years ago that President uh, uh, Biden authorized our departure from from Afghanistan, a departure that turned out to be a disaster. Not only did 12 uh, young Americans die there at the, at the airport. Uh, but you also had all kinds of problems on the ground. And, you know, we left all these weapons and all these tanks and all these planes behind. We left military bases behind. And I think in many ways, and, you know, I talked to, uh, to Bill Katz, the editor of Urgent Agenda. I talked about him the other day on on, on our podcast. I talked about this because he wrote an article saying that it was Afghanistan that began the decline of the Biden presidency. And I think that's true. I think Afghanistan was handled so poorly that a lot of Americans were saying, wait a minute, I thought this was supposed to be the guy with foreign policy experience. Well, he's been in Washington for a long time, but that doesn't mean he's got experience uh, or that he is very uh, thoughtful when it comes to foreign policy. So Afghanistan was really the beginning, I think, of the collapse of the Biden uh, presidency because he looked so bad. The whole country looked so bad. And we left uh, billions and billions of dollars of equipment behind. Now, I do think that, you know, I differ a little bit here with some others, but I think we should have left a small force in Afghanistan. I think that would have been the wise thing to do. You leave a small force isolated from the city just there as a reserve, as a check, on some of our adversaries. Uh, you know, you don't have to be fighting a war, but you can just be there in case. And I that, w- that was always my position. You leave a force of three or 4,000 troops at one of these air bases, and, and you've got a presence uh, in the region if you have to be there at any moment in time. We decided to pull out in such a crazy way, and the consequence of all of this, uh, not only the 13 young men who were killed, but uh, the terrible, the terrible image that it gave to the world about the incompetence, absolute incompetence of the of the Biden administration. On this day, August 16th, we remember two of the most important people of the 20th century. The first one is Babe Ruth, who died on this day in 1948. The brave was 53 when he passed away. <clears throat> he was 53 years old. He died of cancer. And of course, Babe Ruth was the the, the most consequential professional baseball player of the 20th century and on this day in 1977 at the age of 42 elvis Presley passed away elvis of course the most consequential musician uh certainly of the second half of the of the 20th uh, 20th century so these two men who were very consequential in their own way very important in their own fields and industries they passed away on august 16th uh, the Babe Ruth in 1948 and Elvis Presley in 1977. I remember when Elvis passed away. I remember that day quite well. You know, the uh, I got home and I learned about it and it seemed like the whole, everything on television. And this is before the cable news stations. Everything was about Elvis. All the radio stations were talking about Elvis. All the TV stations were talking about Elvis. And that went on for quite some time. I mean, that, I don't know how many people were shocked that Elvis Presley died. But, I mean, I certainly didn't know that he was that sick or that he had all those problems. I, You know, again, I wasn't in touch with everything he was doing. I was just a fan of his music. But, yes, it was a shocker. And uh, most of the country, I think it took many, many weeks and months for the country to recover from the passing of Elvis Presley. Thank you for listening. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas. And we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye, everybody.